the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're married, give a good and warm, safe greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good, warm morning hug or welcome with a special social distancing safety, of course, to your children and to all those who you live with. Do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dearly beloved brothers and sisters. Um, Let us wake up the morning, let us wake up the dawn. I know uh, this is a beautiful day today. We are on July 18, 2021. And uh, today we will be talking about the implications of silence. Sometimes silence is good, sometimes silence is not in its due place. And I do believe uh, being on um, the borders of um, Texas and Mexico, we will be talking about the crisis of the children who are being subjected to all forms and all kinds of violence, rape, horrific, satanic rituals even. There is an ongoing massacre of the innocents which is happening on the borders between Mexico and Texas. And I thought things like this can only happen in Africa or in the Middle East or in China or in somewhere in the world where there is no room for freedom, no room for solidarity, no room for good people to come together. But we live in a nation where we have lots of good people. So why are we silent? And uh, as we break this morning together on this beautiful Sunday, let us pray that we, we will be their voices, we will be their hope, we will be their hands, we will be their hearts, we will hug every child and we put them to safety. So together this morning before we introduce our guests that you have met last Sunday as well, once again, let us pray. O oh God, come to my assistance. O oh Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be. World without end. Amen. Show favor, O Lord, to your servants, and mercifully increase the gifts of your grace, of your divine assistance, that made fervent in hope, faith, and charity, they may be ever watchful in keeping your commands. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. And my friends, just in your thoughts, for those who have just joined us in this good Sunday morning with Father Andre, I want us to inspire ourselves from the Psalmody and uh, from uh, the letter to the Romans. Remember, we groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. There is a lot of growing pains on the borders of Texas, where thousands of children are being killed, mutilated. I'm sorry, it's a Sunday morning. 
I know, as I said last week, we shall wake up and hug our children and thank God we have a home, we have food, we have possibilities, we have love, we have a smile. But you know, there is an entire humanity that is not even able to be redeemed because their bodies are not growing. Their bodies are being killed. Babies in the wombs. I know it's a tough subject to speak about abortion in the early morning, but this is not about abortion. This is about a massacre of life in its womb. And there is another massacre happening in the Middle East, in Lebanon. Children are not having food, no milk. And I want to appreciate and thank everybody who has been supportive of the work of the Mission of Hope and Mercy to ensure the food. And now the Mission of Hope and Mercy also was called to the field, to have boots on the ground here in Texas, where I am with many, many, many Texans. And a lot of Americans, I pray, in the future will join us to be the urgent prayer team, to be the Red Cross for these children, to be the first responders for these children, to have them into safety, to protect them so they can grow. So remember, creation is made subject to futility. Now all the children, it seems, in the world, especially here in Texas and on the borders with Mexico, seems to be also be made subject to futility. But by him who subjected it, but it is not without hope, because our hope is the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Good Holy Sunday morning. This is Father Andre again. For those who are joining us, I want to welcome in the studio our special guest, Lara Logan, award-winning investigative journalist and host of the show. Lara Logan has no agenda on Fox Nation. And also our special guest, uh, Mr. Harley David Belou, the broadcaster and the Care County Commissioner. He taught me a line, and I have to start with a joke, actually. That, uh, Lara is so beautiful, by the way, and Lara is a face for... Uh, uh, the TV, definitely. And I do believe that Harley was a little bit upset with that. He said, Father, I am a voice for the radio. That's why they put me behind the radio. And some, I hope I didn't butcher the joke, but both of them are so beautiful. No, you people. butchered it. Yeah, I butchered you did. it, yeah, I guess. I, I have a face for radio. I, I have a face. Oh, he's a yeah. face for radio. This yeah. is a joke. Laura has a face for TV. I have a face have, for radio. I have a face yeah. for radio, but yeah. he has the most amazing voice, by the way. And Lara and I commented on that. He has but, really this beautiful But you're so sentence. cute, Father Andre. No one minds if you butcher the joke. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's a, that's a score. You scored well today. Um, our our topic, Lara. We shall continue. The question today is: uh, nobody has any documentation. Actually, if you may allow me, because I received some information from Harley about this. Uh, who is this child? The identity of these children. I think what I wanted to have Harley illumine us and enlighten us with: we do not know who these children are. And I know you also were telling me how there is this technical operation from the organic parents to parents who it seems they are pseudo-parents, so the children are not coming to the borders with the actual real parents. So, Harley, would you tell us, nobody has any documentation. Who are these children, and where do they go from here? Well, they they arrive here. They're impoverished. One of the reasons they come is because they're uh, poor, and they've been told to come, but they're organized. Somebody organizes these groups. A child doesn't travel 2,000 miles on foot by itself. He or she does not do that. They're brought here and for a purpose that Laura was talking about earlier. But there's no documentation. They don't have birth certificates where they're born. Nobody here can claim that that child belongs to them. They're not even going to they're not going to do a DNA test to make sure the person on this side of the border has any uh, claim on the child. Well, they were doing DNA testing under the last administration, but that was stopped. But that was the last administration. 
So you also have these large organizations we were talking about that show up, and they get van loads of kids, and so, it's a moneymaker. It's true. There's there, These are the different categories. You have some children who are coming with their families who have been promised a better life, who the cartel is extorting and taking money from. You have some children who are being cycled through over and over again. Mm-hmm. Coming. Cycled? Yes. Cycled? So, yes. Like literally being transferred for purpose from yes. one... If what? you're young enough that you fit the category to create a family group, if, you're, if this child is, say, five years old, right, they use them to go, make the journey over and over and over again. So that child keeps coming in And with it has adults. to be a child so young that they can't explain it. Yes, but also one that fits under the law. I think under the Biden administration, it's changed many times, but I think it's age seven and under. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have children who are recycled by the cartels that literally we talk, you know, especially the charities talk about. It's so terrible, that this journey that these poor people have to make. And yet there are children who have to make it over and over and over again. And you don't hear any of the charities talking about that or any of the elected leaders, by the way. Then you have a whole nother category of children which is the unaccompanied minors. Well, I have a question for you. Why are unaccompanied minors who, in theory, are coming to the United States to be united with their parents, reunited with their parents from whom they've been separated because their parents came here illegally or whatever, and you know, and they want these families to be together? Why are they going into the foster care system? So basically, an unaccompanied Money. child has to come to join her or his family. But all of a sudden, these unaccompanied children are coming and they're being taken to foster families. Some of them. So they're not some of them. And others are just being, as Harley said, they're being given to people who are showing up at these shelters and they're being handed over. And the United States has no idea who the people are coming to get them. And worse than that, they're not even asking. So I've spoken to people in Homeland Security investigations, in uh, law enforcement positions, whether it's, you know, uh, Texas DPS or in uh, Border Patrol, in, in Customs and Immigration. And what is essentially happening is we used to have various protocols that were in place. They were not perfect by any stretch. But one of the things that we would do is have Border Patrol agents interview families that have come over. So when, you know, you heard all the babies in cages, imprisoning people and all of that, very often what they would do, the agents, is they would observe these families. They would give a father, someone who claimed to be a father, they would give him diapers or formula, and they would watch and see if he was able to actually change a diaper or to <laughs> feed a child. And they, they that's how they would figure out yeah. if you're being trafficked. And, you know, for people who um, – what's amazing to me is that it's become an issue of if you talk about children being uh, trafficked and raped and, uh, you know – enslaved, you now are a right-wing lunatic. We've somehow taken the one thing that everybody can agree on, that no child should be sexually abused or raped or used for child pornography or trafficked or enslaved in any way. That is a nonpartisan issue. We've now made that a partisan issue to prevent people from really tackling this issue. From taking an action, you mean. Exactly. And so what we're doing now is we don't want 
to criticize the Biden administration because we hate Trump, right? That's some people in this country. So we don't complain about the fact that there are no interviews at the border anymore. The agents don't spend any time processing these people. They're released without any verification whatsoever of their identities. We have no idea if the families are real families. This doesn't even include all the people that are coming across the border who we never see or hear from because they're gotaways. And then on top of that, we don't want anyone to look closely at the Biden administration giving organizations, supposedly charities, contracts worth hundreds of millions of dollars sometime to set up temporary facilities and get these children in and out as fast as possible. Including with all sorts of religious organizations who are Correct. part of this, right? Harley, this is what you're telling me. Yeah. Father yeah. Andre, I'll, the last thing I would say, I spoke to a man who's done this all of his life. And he is a father. And he said to me, I feel dirty from what my company just did. We got a subcontract for $35 million. We came into a place in, uh, and we were told, set up a processing facility. We did so. And in, in uh, less than three months, we processed over 2,000 children. He said, I was carrying children to the hospital with broken bones and dysentery and COVID. Oh, my God. We were cleaning them up, giving them a plastic rosary and a couple of toys and handing them over. And we didn't ask anyone. We didn't do any checks. We didn't do anything. We were effectively, on behalf of the United States government, trafficking children. And they were giving them religious symbols in and, their hands. Yes. Thinking that this is a good thing Rosaries, to do. Catholic charities bad. setting up counters. Where slave they, traders where, is what where, they are. Slave traders who do it under the guise of religion and faith and Sorry the church. for those who are joining us. This is Father Andre and it is still good Sunday morning. It's um, the July 18 um, show on KNUS 710 AM and these are my special guests um, broadcasting from um, Texas near the borders with Mexico's Lara Logan and uh, with Harley David Ballou. I want to thank you so much for joining us my friends. Take a moment to pray. Colorado, there is something you can do. You can wake up and break the silence. Silence is poisonous. And these children are being severely, severely, severely damaged, are being treated by terrorist organizations, I believe. And uh, it seems like um, there is more violence, there is more rape, there is more horrific satanic rituals that we can ever imagine that are happening. Harley, when we were talking last Sunday, you, you did mention your first word. I told you, listen, I as an individual and a priest, I'm not sure if I say, ouch, we are hurting. Probably leaders of the church might think we are pointing the fingers against somebody. What do you recommend the church leaders they need to do? What is it that the church leaders in America are missing, not understanding, not seeing? And have they coerced in this operation? Are they part? I think this operation. we have a deficient theology. We, we think all people are basically theology. good. And every day people prove that's not true. Every single day. I don't believe all people are basically good. I believe Jesus redeems people and changes our hearts. Now, collectively, we end up a lot of times as Americans doing the right thing. And it's for that reason. It's not because people are basically good. It's because God is redeeming people every single day, changing hearts, converting people, converting minds. And collectively, we can do something. And individually, we can do something. But somebody that's thinking, how do I go to the border and I collect up one of those children they're just giving away and make a difference in their life? Wouldn't that be great if all the Christian families in America would adopt one of those children? How do you get in line to do that? 
Well, I have a little bit of a different perspective, maybe. I agree with Harley, but I do believe that there is good in every one of us. There's good in us. I don't mean that there's not any good, that we're completely void of it. But I don't think you take a baby in the cradle screaming. He only wants what he wants. And we don't change unless we're taught differently. From the time we're born, we're screaming for what we want. And if we're not trained, that we're not the most important thing in the universe. Harley, how many kids do you have? <laughs> I have six. Good and Lord, I, I have, Lord God okay. bless you. I have 16 <laughs> grandchildren. <laughs> so me, I know what I'm talking about. 16 grandchildren. This is amazing. Okay. okay. This is a real Texas ranch. <laughs> this is a real Okay, the mama bear is out of me now. Okay. okay. Mama bear is here to tell you. Yes, it is true. It, of course, part of this is nurture, and we're told yes. without a doubt. I agree with you. However... You will know that every one of your children is born differently. Yes. They're born even without nurturing with certain innate character traits. Yes, ma'am. And I do believe that goodness is one of them. Now, sometimes and very often, unfortunately, what happens to us and that lack of nurture um, maybe brings out the bad in us. Because let's face it, we're also born with weakness. We're also well, well, born. I, I, have, I have to cut you off for one reason. I think what Harley is... is uh, trying to voice there's a dormant thought in this that families today are different than the families we were raised in you and me and him and i'm sure um, in the future we're going to talk with many guests it seems you know to have a family and to be born with a natural goodness somebody has to tell it to you as well somebody has to open up the seed in you and usually parents when they teach you the good ethics when they show you the good example when they push you to a hard zone but for the training purpose but they create for you um, the horizons of hope, the horizons of good value, of good virtue, to stand up, yes. not to fall, not to confuse you, but to tell you there is a clear truth, there is a clear light. They don't confuse things. That's what I think he was coming from. To and, yet, we have this and yet you get children who don't today. ever have that, and yet they're good. Well, I have one. Yes, yes. My oldest son, is he's like an air fern. He's easy. You don't have to do anything. He just does the right thing. It's innate. And then I have my youngest son. <laughs> Don't be mean now, Harley. It's a good thing he came last. You know, you know, in, 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 in I don't think his shows, mother would have wanted it anymore, but God bless him. God, he's a great kid. In, yeah. in the upcoming shows, just to tell you that the miracle of the change of heart, what you're mm-hmm. saying, Harley, mm-hmm. but also the miracle of the internal strength, which is also Lara is, is clearly stating that people could on their own figure what's good and stand but up God for what's good. But God puts both in Wait us. till we interview Brandon okay. with a beautiful experience. A great Californian, young man, very talented, if he allows to speak as, 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 as honest, uh, basically, because some things we do not want to share about his life experience and see how he stood up for what is good. I think the question here, can these children who are in the thousands come in, if they ever survive, will they ever find God again? That's what I want Coloradans to wake up on this good Sunday morning and think about that these generations of children are lost from God and that is because of our silence and they are being treated in such a savages way that might change the face of our nation and the face of the church and unfortunately the truth about God as lover of mankind God as a father of mankind and definitely God as the tender heart just the heart of the mother the bosom of a mother who protects her child even from the toughest beast she can step on its head And this is a symbol of Our Lady. What do you think, Lara? I think that you're right. And I think what you're not saying is that there is more than one family. 
where you don't learn necessarily just from your own family close to you. You might learn from your family, which is in the church or your family, which is God or your family, which is in the synagogue or the mosque and um, and in society from the the family that you choose, your friends and the people that you become close to. And and if we take the principles and the values and we trample all over them. It's not just silence. There is an active voice in the church today that is trying to lead Christians away from the church. The same thing is happening all across society. This is, uh, this is the most destructive force that is within us that we don't talk about. And that there are uh, priests and bishops and others and who are advocating and, yeah. for division, who are not fighting for children who are not standing up to elected leaders, who are not fighting for the principles that make us good, because the principles never, ever change. It was not right from the first time we walked on earth to kill another man, and it's still not right today. That principle I, I, I will see always that. be. I see the pain of the priests. I see the pain of the pastors. Today, I, I am shocked that there is a movement in the United States called the Cancel the Priest, basically priests who are standing up for against against the bishops abusive authorities basically and what they have been doing against them and um, a movement in and, south and, texas and of priests who say make america godly again so it's not only the, movements not only the movement of the bad of the, that we should no, amplify, no, that's, right? That's a beautiful movement, the Cancel the Priest movement, actually. These are priests who refuse to be canceled by their bishops. I want to I wanna make it clear. And, you're ta- and, and now I, I met in Texas also that there is a movement, Make America Godly Again. Godly again. That's beautiful. Do, we, do you have any knowledge about this, Harley? Is there, uh, about the organization? About the organization. I don't. I don't. But I did want to say this, that one thing we're not talking about is this, that the Bible says... That there are weeds, uh, uh, tares among the wheat, is the way the King James Bible says it. Meaning there are weeds in the good crop. And that happens in every church. So pastors are out there, and you asked this question, Father. Pastors are out there, and priests are out there, and they want to do the right thing, but they always have somebody tugging at their sleeve. They always have some big donor threatening to leave, or they have somebody saying, you've just gone too far. Or They're priests. Uh, if your yeah. priests aren't going to stand up against that, then who is, for goodness sake? Well, but a lot of times they're intimidated by that. Well, too bad. Political correctness has hit the church, too, Laura. That's what I'm talking about. That's not political correctness. That's weakness and corruption. Yes, thank you. And by said, the way... Said plainly. You know, by the way, since we're talking about this, Bible publisher ditches plans for God Bless the USA edition. HarperCollins will no longer be publishing that. Wow. HarperCollins will yeah. no longer be publishing... Explain this to our listeners in Colorado who are waking up now to join Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre, with you, Lara. And Harper with, uh, Collins Harley. Christian Publishing, uh, they have retracted an agreement to print the Bible inspired by country music singer Lee Greenwood in the New International Version after a petition gained traction among Christians. So the Bible is now controversial, we think. Hardly you think in America the Bible will be considered. May, maybe Lee Greenwood is controversial. Yeah, I, I agree with you. you know, yeah. these, these things are, I, I thought they only can happen, as I told you again, we will have a future episodes. I pray we grow this friendship together because I know your voice needs to be heard by more than 18,000 people and 20,000 people. Um, you're preaching to the choir almost. <laughs> um, you're, we need foot on the ground all over the United States, obviously. This is such a huge of a problem. Um, you, you were talking about something that reminded me of the very first psalm, um, psalm number one. Um, about um, um, happy is the one or happy is the man 
who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked who does not stand on the path of sinners who does not sit among the jeering cynics instead the lord's teaching is all his desire and he contemplates that teaching day and night i always had difficulty when i read the psalm always always had difficulty thinking my god i may never deserve to be sitting with you because every day we have to wash ourselves from our own sins but it seems now lara and you hardly are talking about major situation that requires that every american person has to move away from iniquity every american person whether public official or church leader or synagogue leader or whatever religious or unreligious it seems the experience now the upcoming challenge against america is whether america or not can stand in integrity before god and man or america might be slipping in a slippy 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 road towards this horrible antagonism against virtue and with this i know we have a minute and i want us to do more shows about this is only the beginning this is good sunday morning with father andre speaking from the borders between texas and mexico talking about this children's journey which is painful and horrific the children that are being circled by cartels and terrorist groups and um, those big beautiful wonderful hearts of americans need to step up and break the silence and do something about it let us pray for them a hail mary full of grace the lord is with you blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death amen may these children be hugged by god be saved by the people of goodwill and may america stand up for god and may we all mark this ground to the power and the most holy mighty name of the lord jesus christ and may every child know every child who's been taken know someone is coming someone will try to find you amen Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 6 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. André.